welcome back to Lloyd and JD, the best fucking podcast in the world. I am Lloyd. I'm JD. It's nice to be back in the basement. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah, our last two episodes, obviously, we filmed at Paracon, where we went and hung out for, for an hour and had a Cringy a talk. as fuck. You didn't enjoy yourself at the nah. end of the day? No. No? <laughs> it went okay, but I didn't enjoy it. Yeah. I mean, it was nice. There was, there was a lot of people. There was a good response afterwards. Some people came up and talked to us and uh, seemed to target you to go do some really creepy shit. Which won't be happening. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it, uh, it, was, it, was, uh, it was good once, once it was done and it was all okay. that kind of stuff. And, you know. There's two things that were dramatically wrong with it. There's no hot dogs in that theater, which is fucked. I don't understand why they wouldn't just cook hot dogs like the easiest. Right, 7-Eleven right. cooks hot dogs. Yeah. Like you just need one of those rolly things. Yeah. For some Smokies on there. Yeah. What the fuck? Normal theaters have them still? I don't care if they don't, yeah. but you should. <laughs> you know, you should. I think, I don't know why every place doesn't sell hot dogs. It's like the easiest thing to right. sell. And right. it's just, I was hungry as shit. Yeah. The whole show. Yeah. I don't want to eat popcorn. Popcorn is nothing. It's right. popped corn. And corn is already useless. Yeah. Before it was fucking popped. <laughs> So, I don't know. And then um, I had to speak in public. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. yeah I didn't well, like it before. I didn't like it after. But we did it. The only thing that yeah. got me through was the fact that I talk a lot when I'm nervous. Right. Which kind of was detrimental to you because you didn't get to say much. Because <laughs> I was so fucking nervous. I just spoke the whole time. I think I even introduced you by name. So Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't know. I yeah. was... I mean, you did a good job. And, and I mean, you said something. Uh, it was, I think it was beforehand. Uh, that, uh, you know, it speaks volumes to anybody that does anything. But uh, you were saying that you were setting a positive example for your daughter by doing things that you're not necessarily comfortable with. Yeah, it's with. the only reason I came. Yeah. I didn't want to come and I was going to not come. Yeah. But then I thought that if I teach her that you just give up on things that you're scared of, it's a terrible thing right. to teach your child. Right. But she's not old to- enough to understand that, but when she's older, she will. And she's going to watch these videos. Yeah. Eventually. When yeah. she's old enough to listen to me cuss and spit. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. it's she needs to understand that I did things that I didn't want to do, right. and I do every day. Yeah. I climb scaffolds. I face fears every day, and I think right. it's an important part of life that we face our fears. Absolutely, on a it's, daily it's, basis. It's it's, it's okay it's to thing. be scared of things. Yeah, but it's not okay to not do things because you're right. scared to do them. Yeah. So I did it. Yeah, and and I mean it, it's a tough thing. It's it's a tough to push yourself to a point where you're doing something that you're you're fearful of. That you know the unexpected. It's very easy in this day and age, specifically, to kind of sit around and do things that are comfortable and the norm, and just kind of sit with the status quo. And Especially if you of, suffer with things that I suffer from, and a lot of people are going to bring up the fact that oh, I have social anxiety. I have this. I have major social anxiety. Yeah. It brings me to the point to where I can't do a lot of things. Just going like little things that you would think are easy, like going swimming for a, yeah. uh, when I haven't been for a long time or going to the grocery store or standing in line for something or bringing something back with a receipt. These are things that I find challenging, like yeah. hard for me. So, you know, I suffer with anxiety and yeah. I still, I still. But, but the thing me. is, and, and as long as I've known you, that's, that's the case. However, you always push to do better for yourself and kind of, you know, try to deal with those things and move forward where a lot of people, it's just an about face and that's it. Right. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's, it's hard, but it's necessary. And yeah. I think it's okay if you get angry or sad during it, but I think it's yeah. necessary to carry on for yeah. life. Yeah. You got, but, to but you don't let that anxiety cripple you is what I'm getting at, which is, you know, which you know, is good. 
from your side, it's nice that you see it that way yeah. because from my side, sometimes it can feel crippling. Yeah. And it can feel like I'm failing still, yeah. even though because I'm so crippled inside to do stuff, such simple tasks. But it's yeah. nice that other people are picking up the fact that I, you know, I'm still getting my ass out there and doing it. Well, I, I see all that kind of stuff. Like I, I said to you after after we did the Paracon thing, what did I say? I was really proud of you, all yeah. that kind of stuff. And I mean, it was you did awesome. You did a good job. And, and yeah, you know, at the end of the day, the worst thing that could have happened is I could have been asked to leave. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, you're always going to end up at home and you're always going to yeah. end up in a safe space yeah. at the end of the day. But but at the end of the day, even at Paragon, people were, you know, we got, we got applause. People were happy. They were laughing at the and jokes that's what I'm learning and all that lately. kind of stuff. Uh, so, I mean, people were very open to what we were doing. And, and, and people, you know... Like, you know, like Joanna, who's who does the Calvary Ghost Tour, she absolutely adores you, all that kind of stuff. And people love you. Which is And fucked. then there was an outpouring that. of stuff afterwards, people sending us emails and all that kind of stuff that I haven't told you about. But, you know, saying how much fun they had, all that kind of stuff. And, uh, and you know, what? I'm learning more and more as I move through my life and get more mature that all the things that I'm scared of end up being the opposite of what I'm scared of. Right. The fears that I have are usually fucking nuts. Yeah. And it, that's what anxiety is. Yeah. It's fear of the future. It's fear of things that could happen that might not happen that could happen. But yeah. nine times out of ten, they don't. Yeah. You know, and why sit around and wait for the one percent? But you know, yeah. I'm saying this now, and tomorrow I'll have anxiety yeah. again. But yeah, it's a constant yeah. fight to fight your fears. Well, and, and, and I mean, you and, you and Mary June had a good conversation at Paragon about all that kind of stuff, anxieties and fears and all that kind of stuff. I mean, it was a little bit of a almost a therapy session from the psychic that we were interviewing. So I mean. Yeah, yeah, and you know whether she's a real psychic or not, I can't, I can't ever tell you that because you know I'm not her. And right. But what she does for therapeutic wise, I'm sure, is very healing for some people. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, sitting down and talking with people and going through. She these didn't things. come off as a scam artist. No, no, no. She's she came across as somebody that really legitimately wants to help people. You know. So. That's, and then that's and that's at the bottom you, line, that's what matters, right? I mean, whether whether she's it. psychic or not, uh, you know, I, I have my doubts, but you know, she is definitely a good person. Her heart's in the right place, and she wants to help people. And that's all you should take away yeah. from it. And, really. and that's exactly it, right? So I mean, Lord and JD do not judge. We just interview. That's right. And we are here to uh, hear your side of the story, and that is all. Yeah, let you tell your story, and uh, you know, so it went it went well in that case. But yeah, yeah, to do it again, I'd probably have the same fucking anxiety. Probably. You know, and is that always that more fear? Would more people come? There was a right amount of people there for me. Right. If more people came, you know, it's scarier. You've got more personalities there and more points of views. Right. Right. So, yeah, well, it is what it is. Yeah. No, it, it went really well. Um, it's, what, it's been, you know, a well-viewed episode, the first part of it. You know, lots of people watch. So I watched the first part. Kind of kind of cool in, in that sense. It was, you know, it definitely as far as, you know, audio quality and, you know, as far as, you know, yeah, video you quality, it was, you know, it was just kind of, you know. Yeah, you're lucky the fucking video wasn't playing behind with the flashing. Well, I know, I know. You would have been, you know, freaking out. You probably would have seen us a bunch of stuff. And, you know. <laughs> Probably would have saw a bunch of ghosts. But apparently the fears that was haunted, I didn't see anything. Yeah, yeah. I, I went through some stuff. Some other people were there. They were taking... Uh, photos? Photos, and they were showing, like, orbs in the air and all that kind of stuff. You know, the theater was full of orbs. Uh, it's it's interesting because one of the people that came down to talk to us after was talking about orbs taking... Because he had a hearse. And then he took a photograph in the hearse, and he was orbs. And, and, I was and he just was a real big skeptic. And, and he's a skeptic. And enjoys taking photos. So yeah. he's not a newbie, per se, with the camera. Right, right. So he had a little bit of experience there with the camera. He's not just retarded. Right. Because some people don't know shit about cameras. Yeah, I don't know shit yeah. about, you know, like, yeah. you know, I don't know what, what's what. Yeah, so. A lot of times with the orbs things, it's it's... 
it's camera trickery and all that kind of stuff. I mean, I have an orb that appeared in yeah, my... Yeah, but you're a skeptic to the point to where a ghost has to tap you on the shoulder and tell you it's a ghost. And, and, that's, and that's good. I'm all for it. In a sense. But you know? I feel like that can be detrimental to you sometimes. Because not only should you let your mind be a little freer, I think, sometimes, right. to, to believe in stuff that could possibly be real. And not just because... It could possibly be real, but just because it'll help you be a little freer with your mind. It, just in, in understanding the world's not so cut dry. Right. Because sometimes I feel like your outlook on life is really cut and dry. Yeah, sometimes. And I feel like sometimes that would, it would hurt to yeah, feel a little bit like there is more to, to what, what, who we are and what we are. Right. You know, and, and be a little, little, I know you're open to it. And if, and if an alien landed in your back garden right now, you wouldn't sit there and be like, ah, oh, that's not real. You know, you'd yeah. be, but... But then to take something... But I'd be all for it, you see, and that's, and and that's I understand the thing, that, and that's where people don't, I think don't understand has to be, me. I feel like other people need, and, and I like you, that are that skeptical, need to, to realize that maybe like we are really sheltered. Yeah. We are really sheltered. As a race of people, we are sheltered in what we know. Yeah. Our knowledge is super sheltered by government, and, and whether you want to believe in conspiracy theories or not, that's your own decision, but you have to believe that we are sheltered by knowledge that we deserve. Yeah. Whether it's about aliens or if it's about taxes we're sheltered by what is going on in the upstairs of government right and that alone needs to be acknowledged i think by everyone that anything is possible every year we find something that was impossible last year that isn't impossible now and i think it's so it's such a good quality to have to know that anything is possible and and we're learning that we're, we're finding new particles and and new things and dimensions and science is crossing over new boundaries and whether you believe in ghosts or god or aliens science everyone should believe in science science is the advancement of human beings and i find that like mainstream scientists laugh in the face of scientists that are experimenting with things that are crazy yeah but then suddenly it becomes not crazy they don't laugh in their face anymore and i feel that's wrong and i feel like it stems from that cut and dry part of life right that everything's so cut and dry but it's not yeah but but that that kind of you know when it's cut and dry and all that kind of stuff, I, I get what you're saying, but it's, you know, you have to go out and experience stuff. Like there, there was a Paracon again, there was a lady, she's organizing a thing to go down to Montana to yeah. go to a, this jail that's extremely haunted, spend the night and all that kind of stuff. And I'm all for that. That stuff's fine. And if you want to experience that stuff, I don't want to experience yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. And I feel like if someone wants to experience that, that's fine. You know what? If you want to search out stuff, that's by all means, yeah. do that. It's what you're, you, you want to do. But I feel like, you should, we should, as human beings, we're all connected, whether you believe it or not, energy is a fucking thing, it's real. We, we, it's scientifically proof that, that, that there's something that goes between us, that we feel feelings, we have love, and uh, right. we've had this conversation, and we watched the fucking live feed. But, but to, to feel through other people's experiences. Yeah. There's people in this world that have come forward with things that they've been through, and they've lost everything from it. They've been laughed at, they've been ridiculed over social media, they've left, family members have left them because of this feeling that life's so cut and dry and what you're saying is a lie and you're just doing it for this. What have they gained? What have they gained from, from coming out and saying, listen, I, I have like four hours of my life I don't fucking remember. Yeah. And or when I get hypnotized, I remember aliens. And, and I've watched stuff like that. And there's a, one guy that stands out in particular for me and uh, it was a show I used to watch. And I don't know if it's a show now, I haven't seen it in a long time, but it was a brilliant show because the guys that would investigate the cases were cops, fire, right. firefighters, 
army officials, people that were doing this in their spare time. And they weren't doing it for money. They weren't doing it. They were doing it because they, they loved aliens. They loved ghosts. They loved the paranormal. And they wanted to interview and research the people that have been through these things and yeah. find out, is this a hoax? Yeah. Is this real? And one of the ones that really stuck out for me was a guy that went fishing with his four buddies. And he went, it's four of them, sorry. So he went with three buddies. And they went down to the river. And he lives in a rural place of America. So they're kind of like down south. They go fishing. They, they hunt crayfish. Yeah. They're very cut and dry down there. Religious. Yeah. Everyone knows Southern America. It is yeah. what it is, you know. And um, he lost four hours of his life. And him and his friends who are all, I don't want to be rude. They're quite hick sounding. Right. Redneckish. Redneckish. Now they had to search down his other three friends because they had drifted apart. They didn't live in the same areas. Yeah. Some of them lived in other countries. And the story they give was the same story. They saw lights while they were fishing. That was normal. They saw random lights in the sky. They didn't know if it was aliens. Yeah. They didn't know what it was. They're very cut and dry people. He went home, came back. It took him like five hours or some shit. And right. there was a bunch of missing time. He lost his wife. His kids didn't believe him. He lost a bunch of shit. He, he, he basically sent him into a spiral, a, a downward spiral when he released his story and blah, blah, blah. And they hypnotized him and he remembered aliens, blah, blah, blah. Now, for us to totally shun this guy and not believe in my source, I feel like it's unhuman to do that. Right. How are we ever going to grow and learn as a fucking human, as a race of fucking people, if we don't take a man that's literally coming forward and saying, this fucking happened to me. I don't know why. I don't know what happened to me, but this happened to me. Right. Why aren't we taking him seriously? Why does he have to lose his entire family? Why does everyone have to laugh at him and ridicule him on social media yeah. before people are going to sit there and be like, why has he come forward with this story? Why is he willing to lose everything? And even he says like, I've gained nothing from this. Yeah. I have no money to show from this. I have no, the fame that I have is brutal. Yeah. I wish I didn't have it. Yeah. I didn't, he, he, he went 10 years before he even told someone through fear of this happening. Right. So it wasn't like he was like, oh, I can't wait to fucking tell people whether I get bad fame or good fame because some people will relish in bad right. fame. But that's not the case. And you can yeah. tell that's not the case. And when he gets hypnotized, whether you believe in hypnotized, like being hypnotized or not, it, it's like people get hypnotized. Yeah. I've, hypnotization is real. You can put the brain into a state to where it's fucking hypnotized. Yeah. The faces he makes and the things that he says while he's hypnotized cannot be faked, in my opinion, or he's the best actor in the fucking world because he, he scrunches his face up in ways right. that I've never seen muscles work like that unless you were under, you know, right. having a spasm or a fucking under hypnotosis. So... It was very realistic, and, and, but the main thing I want to get out of it is the fact that we don't take people's first-hand accounts. We all, all of us want to experience it for ourselves. And sometimes when we're so sheltered the way we are, that's not going to be the case. Yeah. We're not all going to experience everything like that. So sometimes you have to take other people's experiences and learn from that as well. But I feel like we don't do that. People just laugh at other people, like even scientists, even revered people with great brains, Tesla, he was laughed at, was, was put down, his career was broken, you know. But now, now we revere in how Tesla was a great mind and, right. and, and he, he was fantastic. But you read his stories, he used to talk to people in his head. He used to have dreams and, and aliens would send him stuff in his dreams. And he believed that he was talking to beings of right. outer space. This is one of the greatest minds of our generation. Albert Einstein used to hear voices, like all, all these people that have changed our world for the better and the worse have been guided by some other force. And we don't know why. Like even if you read George W. Bush, the, the guy that was fighting in the first civil war of America, he was guided by lights to certain battlefields yeah. that helped him win the war. These are in his journal. He didn't like, it's not like he was writing a fucking science fiction novel. It was in his journal about 
how he was guided through the forest by a floating light that led him to a battleground where they was able to flank the enemy. Yeah. There's many things like this, and I feel like none of us take that. We don't, we don't learn from it as if it was a real thing that happened. We almost kind of laugh at it that it was kind of a joke, but yet we'll read the whole other part of the journal, and that's, fic- that's fact. Right. But that one part, that's fiction. Right. I don't understand those parts. I don't understand the critics on it and how people can be so still, so cut and dry. And like, I need an alien to slap me in the back of the head before I'm... Because we have evidence. Yeah. And it, it doesn't matter if that evidence is not a photo or a video. or It's someone's, someone's telling you this is what I went through. And right. I think there has to be a time to where, yeah, lots of humans lie, but you have to have a little trust there, especially for as early as back as the Civil War when he's writing in his journal. Yeah. Why the fuck would you lie in your journal? He didn't know that he was going to win the war. He didn't know he was going to end up president. No, he didn't no. know that he was going to, his journal would be one of the most, you know, uh, protected documents in the world. Right. You know, he didn't know that. Right. So why would he lie? Right. But I, I mean, you, you can take that situation, say he's okay, he's a general, he's in the army, he knows the journal is going to be read. He might not be the most famous person okay, in the world. Okay, but why would you talk about following a lie? Be, because. A lot of people, especially in that day and age, you know, they were deeply founded in God. So being showing that you are following God and God's light and God's ways. But he doesn't say he's God following God. God in the journal. That's yeah. why you need to read the journal. Yeah. And it's, it's not religious in any way. He doesn't talk about how he's following an angel. Right. He talks about how he's following a strange light in the right. sky that's leading him. Right. But people would interpret that at that time doesn't matter time how people interpret divine. it. It does to a degree. It doesn't it does. because there's many, like this is where I think you're so cut and dry because you are unable to see past anything. Everything to you has to be like, he he knew people were going to read it and he knew they were going to think it's religious. No, man. No, like, no, it, because it's, you even have not cut paint. and dry. That's just, that's just, that's just saying there, there are possibilities beyond, you, you're, you're towing a certain line and it's a, it's a direct line. There are possibilities beyond that. And that's, and that's not being closed-minded or looking at it cut and dry. That's being open-minded and saying, hey, look you know, at everything, right? No, but that's kind of what someone with anxiety would do, yeah. though. I would sit there and look at every opportunity, like everything that happened before that live show. I think about everything bad that could happen, everything good that could happen. I have every possibility. You can't go through life that way. Right. And that's the topic here is that Sometimes you have to just believe that someone saw something, someone went through something. You can't just always sit there and be like, oh, there's a million things that could have been fake, like this guy losing four hours of his life. You can sit there and make up a million different scenarios of the, he's lying and he went and sat in the woods for four hours. And like, but he didn't. Yeah. And there has to be a time there where you like, don't just think everyone's doing something for another reason. He's just telling you what he went through. Right. And that's what a journal is. And that's what, you know, this guy was doing, and there's many, many, many thousands of these, yeah. thousands of stories. One out, one, two, three of them might be some asshole trying to get a little fame. That doesn't matter. At the end of the day, given the benefit of doubt, believe him anyway. Why not? It doesn't matter if it's fake. Live your life, whatever, dude. Get your fame. But the ones that are really telling the truth, we don't put them down. We don't make them hide. We don't, and we learn from human nature that right. way, is my sense. Like, there's always going to be someone ruining for the rest of the group. Yeah. There's always going to be some asshole that wants to go do something fucking stupid or lie or do something ridiculous. But 90% of the population don't. And the population is huge. But like 10%, yeah, they're all cunts. Yeah. 
they want to do some evil shit. They want to get fame some yeah. stupid fucking way. The problem is, is that if you have a thousand people doing it, I mean, there's billions of people in the world. It's such a small percentage anyways. And that's, and that's why, why it's difficult gaining traction. And that's why you if have there's any truth that, to it at all. Yeah, and that's, that's why, why it's difficult to gain like traction. People like show where firefighters, police officers in their spare time go and try to prove this stuff. And when they find a story that can't be debunked, yeah. like this guy, when they left this guy, they said, we cannot debunk this. He is telling the truth. Right. Did people believe him? Fuck no. Do you believe him? Fuck no. Yeah. But you should. He, they investigated him. Right. We tried to sift out the shit. We've done what we can do as humans to be like, is this guy fucking lying? Right. It came out that we can't. He's not lying. Right. So either he's the best liar in the world and he won. Good for you. Yeah. Or he's telling the truth. And I feel like we should, there's times where we should be like, you know what? He's telling the fucking truth. Yeah. There needs to be times to where we've done enough. They, there's nothing else they could have done. They even yeah. went into his back garden with a fucking thing that tested for radioactive fucking shit because when he got back, he said there was shit coming down on his garden. The tree in his garden was so fucking radioactive that if his kids had put one of those leaves in their mouth, it possibly could have died. Right. That doesn't just fucking happen. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't right now, if I wanted to, make a tree in my back garden radioactive. I wouldn't know how to go about that. Yeah. And even if I did, I don't know where I would get radioactive material to put on my fucking tree. <laughs> so there's certain facts and these people that are investigating are just normal fucking people that Damn. do jobs that we trust them to do, like save us from fires and, and protect us in the streets and right. be police officers. When are we going to stop and believe? When are we actually going to be like, you know what? This one seems real. Right. When? When it's not presented in a half hour TV show. Oh, it's like not only was presented in Hobbit, this is one of the most, I, yeah. I'm sure people that investigate Alien know this yeah. story. Right. It's one of the most famous yeah, like, Alien stories. Like, like I said, I mean, I can't speak to things that I don't know. And, and I haven't I haven't watched the TV, show. I don't know the evidence. I haven't seen any of that. So I can't even speak to it. I can't speak to it. But I'm giving you the it. evidence now. Yeah. Like, uh, like, yeah, I, I just have to take it for what it is. And right? as media too, like people saying, oh, like when it's not on TV, media is all we have. Yeah. Media is how the government controls our fucking lives, whether you believe it or not. They control what goes on TV. Yeah. They control most of our lives through radio and, and fucking media. We're, it's coming out a shit ton now about how Hollywood is so corrupt and how much oh, pedophilia yeah. goes on in Hollywood yeah. and what we've been living with since the 80s. You know, Corey Feldman's trying to do a huge movement right now. And even then, I, you've got remarks on Corey Feldman like, oh, he's just trying to get famous again. And seriously, yeah, but, yeah. seriously but it's the same thing. Yeah. Are we really not going to believe this guy now just because yeah. you think he's trying to get fame of a pedophilia? That's fucking disgusting. Yeah. There has to be a time where people are like, yeah, this is fucking happening. We need to do something about yeah. this. This needs to be dealt with. It's fucking, it's crazy how the human mind works and how the government has gotten us to a point to where they can literally say something was a weather balloon and you yeah. think it was a weather balloon. Yeah. You know, and even if we go back to Roswell, let's say we go back to Roswell. All right. We don't know. You weren't there. Yeah. I wasn't there. But something hit the ground in Roswell. Correct. Yeah. We both agree that. Yeah, yeah. There was there was something. Right? Something hit the ground. The newspaper article read what? Flying saucer it? hit the ground. Yeah. The first news. What happened the next day? Weather balloon. Weather balloon. Really? Don't Fuck know. off, man! Like, as human beings, are we really gonna sit there and take that? Right. Are we really gonna be like, okay, like the first? They fucked up. They yeah. released what they thought hit the ground. Yeah. You can't say it's a weather balloon now. We yeah. all know what a weather balloon looks like. Yeah. There you go. Anyways, that's all we have time for this week. It was a short fucking episode. Uh, not really, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, just think about it, people. Don't be so yeah. fucking naive. I'm Lloyd. I'm JD. Peace. See ya. It's true, though. With the weather balloon thing.